prayer meeting today and I want to thank Almighty God for giving us this opportunity again since last month and it's a rare privilege. Thank Almighty God because we are not dead, we are alive and we are not saying one minute silence because of any one of us or any of our, any one of us. We bless the name of God. Thank you, Jesus. Again, uh, I want to thank all the executive of the Good Dreamen for this yes. this privilege, like this undeserved uh, privilege. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I know it was God that you saw, and God Himself will prove Himself in our midst today. In Jesus' name, Amen. So uh, I'll appreciate if somebody on mute, so at least just to have a response um as we continue so today i have just few minutes and when i was told that i was going to ministering and like i didn't even i didn't even try to that I, I had there was a particular topic in my mind already so i didn't struggle with it again i was just like okay god was preparing me for this and it was i just started with the hand of god the hand of god so we, we know, I know a lot of us, we are Bible scholars, we know about, we've heard about this several times, the significance of the hand of God and so on and so forth. But we're just going to start today, but in Job 27, 11, can somebody, if anybody is there, just read that, in Job 27, 11. Anyone, so. Job 27, 11. The topic is the hand of God. Seven. Eleven. And Job seven eleven. Yes. I will put you by the hand of God, that which is with the uh, with the Almighty. Praise the eye of conceal. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Ma. Yes. ESV version here says it, and that's what we said. I will teach you concerning the hand of God. What is with the mighty, with the Almighty, I will not conceal. So today we are going to be examining the significance, the impact, the role of the hand of God. Almighty. The hand of God. I will teach you concerning the hand of God. The Lord will help us as we go ahead in Jesus' name. So usually I just like to say we know what, what our hands look like or what are the roles of the hand. So the hand is the most frequently symbolized part of the human body. It gives blessings. It is expressive. Like It's like a two, Yoruba will say, or what any laughing, two wire and she, like this is with your hand that you will modify your life. The hand is like strength, power, gives strength, power, it signifies protection. Our, the hand also signifies like hospitality when we walk, welcome somebody. It signifies generosity when we give out. Um, the hand also has like gestures and they vary in symbols. For instance, like laying hand on something, it signifies maybe when you bless somebody, when you consecrate or in terms of healing. It also signifies when you raise your hand, you can say, I raise my hand to make a hold or to swell, or it shows honesty, raising of hand. Uh, one of the hand gestures again is when we put our hand on our heart, it shows love, maybe adoration, or you are saluting. 
uh, when we put our hands together, claps together, sometimes it signifies peace. It signifies alliance or friendship. When we put our hands at our side, it might signify negligence, like you are not doing anything, or arrogance when the hands are on the hips. When the hands are in the water, it signifies purification, cleanliness, or innocence. The hand also speaks. Yes, we can say, but it's a no, it's how the hand speaks, it doesn't have a mouth. But sometimes we can use our, our hand to demand, we can use it to promise, we can use our, mouth, our hand to dismiss, we can use our mouth to threaten somebody, we can use our hand to question, we can use our hand to deny somebody of, of something. Our hand can also indicate joy, like when you are happy, you are flaunting your hand everywhere. It can indicate sorrow and the hand is moldy folded and then sometimes it indicates confession, like I want to confess my, uh, my sins and all that. So the hand has power to excite, it has power to express and to give approval. And naturally again, we know that the hands can kill. May we not be killer in Jesus name. So I'll just go quickly to the significance based on the word of God. What does uh, the hand signifies? Before I continue, I just want to share a testimony on why this topic has been placed on my mind. Uh, for as many that knows, few weeks ago, I had a terrible road traffic accident with the kids in the car. And all through the process, even when we were in the ambulance, we got to the hospital and all that, I was still questioning God, like, how did you save us? That was, I wasn't saying how did it happen. The question I was asking was, how did you save us? How did you save us? And I put some things on my post out, like, I don't know how you did it, but you made a way. I kept asking God that question. And uh, one of the others here, the wallet was here to pray with us the second or the third day. And while we were praying, God answered that my question. He showed me how he saved us. During the prayer, during the Thanksgiving, I saw a very big ham. Big ham shielding us from that heat from the side because the car came hitting from the side. A very big, white, large, I cannot even describe it, large ham. And I immediately, I said, it was the hand of God. It was the hand of God that did it. So, in, in, in essence, there are a lot of things that the hand of God can do or has been doing in our lives or has done in our lives. Not even in our lives, even in time past in the life in, in, in the life of the Israelites based on the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. So we're just going to, to run through some of it quickly here. Praise the Lord. So generally, like I said, that the hand of the Lord is mighty. I'm, the, the teaching today will just summarize around, the exhortation will be around five, six major things, that the hand of the Lord is mighty, the hand of the Lord is dangerous and deadly against his enemies. The hand of the Lord empowers his servant. The hand of the Lord can be able to discipline his people. Or we can say the hand of the Lord can also help his people. And lastly, the hand of the Lord will always be uh, with his people. Praise the Lord. In any of this area, I pray that as even as this time this service continues, this program continues, we will begin to see the evidence of the hand of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, in Acts 12 21, 
there the God of the word of God says the hand of the Lord was with them and a great number believed and turned to God you know like that was all the um, the the apostles as they grew to understand and, and know better the hand the, the purpose of the hand of God here there it shows that the hand of the Lord was with them even though they were outnumbered even though it was as if they don't even know what they are doing but the hand of the Lord was with them and a great number believed and turned to the Lord so naturally like there are several references in the Bible that we cannot even exhaust for for this this teaching for example in 1st Corinthians 4 9 to 10 I want if somebody can read that for us 1st Corinthians 4 9 to 10 1st Chronicles sorry 1st Chronicles anyone there please so should I read I'll just go ahead so we don't waste the time he said now first chronicle 4 9 to 10 now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him in pain we all know the story and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying oh that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand will be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. There about like we are we are being told here what the hand of the Lord can do. The hand of the Lord can be with us, just as it was with Jabez here. The hand of the Lord can be with us. And what he did in life of Jabez here, as we talk about that, is is what we call transformation. So that's one thing the hand of the Lord can do. So starting with the hand of the Lord is mighty. The truth, like it seems obvious to mention but we know the lord wants everyone to know that his hand is mighty he made this clear even when joshua was leading the children of israel and the lord miraculously dried uh, the, the jordan river for his people to cross over that was in joshua 4 we can read that later so i'll just go f- joshua 4 then specifically in 24 it says that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the lord that it is mighty that ye might fear the lord your god forever so sometimes when god shows his mighty hand he shows his power that his hand is mighty it's not just because he wants to show that he's mighty one of the other reasons is that he wants people to fear him and that's what the scripture says that, that ye might fear the lord your god forever so in several ways god has shown his his self to be his hand to be mighty in our lives and sometimes we don't even know and sometimes we know so the hand of the lord is mighty even job stresses it in job 12 7 to 10. i will talk about i will, I will just go to now he said who knoweth not in all this that the hand of the lord has wrought this so the hand of the lord is mighty it does great and mighty things just like we said that our hand signifies strength it signifies um agility and all that that's the same way much more than that is the what the hand of the lord can do even in new testament the hand of god is a sure sign of god's might in first peter there five six to seven it says humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of god that's another honor the mighty name of god that he may exalt you in due time 
So that is another way God wants to express his might. He wants us to, to come down, to bring down ourselves, not to be proud, so that he can exalt us. Praise the Lord. I will go quickly to the second uh, significance. The hand of the Lord is also dangerous and deadly against the enemies. So why I was I was trying to prepare this, I, I was okay. I was thinking of, you know, when we were growing up and we, we are told, use the right hand, don't use the left hand. So generally, there is a general significance of more people use the right hand. And most of the time in the Bible, when, when the hand of God is being mentioned, it's more talking about the right hand of God. So generally, people tend to think, okay, the right hand is more positive than the left hand. So I, I, I don't know if what it means that when God says, when he says that, that the hand of the Lord is dangerous and deadly, probably is the left hand that is working. But we know our God is spirit, so but sometimes it takes the you know the human the physical form to do wonders so that's just uh the way of illustration what am i trying to say that as much as we have the hand of god doing positive things in the lives of his children the hand of god also uh, does delicate and dangerous things he is the hand of god is dangerous and deadly not just most of the time against the enemies but sometimes he can prove himself in a way that he just wants to prove himself to us and we cannot question him so in exodus 9 1 to 4 9 1 to 4 there it was talking about how the hand of the lord was dangerous and deadly against the enemies there he says uh he was talking up to moses the lord said to moses going on to pharaoh and tell him thus said the lord god of the hebrews let my people go and will and will hold them still therefore it, behold the hand of the lord is upon the cattle which is of the fields upon the horses the horses the sheep and all that and we saw how the hand of the lord was deadly against the, the the egyptians against pharaoh and his men another way is the philistines you see how god was the hand of god was dangerous and deadly to them in first samuel 5 1 to 7 when he was talking about the uh, ashdod uh the dagon and all that so specifically in verse 6 he said but the hand of the lord was heavy upon them of ashdod and he destroyed them and smote them with emeralds even ashdod and the coast thereof i pray today that the hand of the lord will be dangerous and destroy all our enemies in jesus name Amen. Praise the Lord. The hand of the Lord again. Another significance is that it empowers his servants. Not just what who are the servants. We are his servant. We are his children. Remember in First King 18, 44 to 46. Yeah, he was talking about the hand of the Lord gave Elijah the strength to run before Hahab's uh, chariots. Like a distance was even more than 16 miles. It could only be by the hand of the Lord. So, the hand of the Lord empowers his servants. In verse 46 there, it said, The hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he guarded up his loins, and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. So sometimes when we are, when we are powerless, there are some situations in our lives that we feel like this is a mountain before me. I cannot even tackle it. 
it is only by the hand of the Lord that we can be empowered to do it. I I, I really appreciate uh, our Dickness, Dickness, um, mentioning about women that are all so enormous and so many things and it is only God that can empower us and this is the this can only be by the hand of the Lord so we need the hand of the Lord we are continue to, we will continue to ask for that hand that mighty hand to continue to empower us to, to continue to strengthen us so that even in time of challenges he will be there to uphold us in Jesus name amen, amen. Another significance is that the hand of the Lord can be every to discipline his people. Now, I don't know if this is the right hand. Yoruba will say, Okay, now, what does that mean? Like, if we deal with the child with the right hand, we use the left hand to draw, it close, draw him close. But in this sense, like we said, the hand of the Lord can even cause discipline. It can chastise. It can discipline us as children. In Psalm 38, this was talking about the story of, of David when uh, about when Absalom, rebellion, and all that. David prayed a desperate prayer, yet he was hopeful. In Psalm 38 there, from verse 1 to 3, but I'll just go to 2. He said, For thy arrow stick fast in me, and thy hand pressed me so. We saw how the hand of the Lord was sore on him just because of the of his sin and all that. So sometimes because God wants to chastise us, because God wants to discipline us, he plays his hand upon us. So if we are praying that God let your hand be upon me, the hand of the Lord can act in any way depending on our relationship with him, depending on our stand with him. But through it all we still know that it is the hand of the Lord working. In Psalm 32 there, David looked back on a time of God's discipline and he said in verse 4, he said, For day and night, the hand, thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. So we see there that sometimes the hand of the Lord corrects. So the hand of the Lord can put you in your right place, just like if you uh, if you get to your sitting room and the old place is scattered, you want to arrange it, you want to put things in the right place, and you do this with your hand. So the same way the, the potter, our God, when he sees that something is not right in our lives, either we like it or not, he puts things in place. And he can do this by means of chastisement, he can do this by means of discipline, and we might not like it. So. But it is still the hand of the Lord that is working. Praise the Lord. The fifth significance there says that the hand of the Lord also helps his people. So, whichever this way, we are going to pray about this, all these different significance. The hand of the Lord also helps his people. In Ezra 7 6 9, Ezra was certainly helped by the hand of God. Can there be silence uh, somebody is interrupting there so Ezra was held by the hand of the Lord in verse 6 he said this Ezra went up from Babylon and he was ready scribing the law of Moses which the Lord God of Israel had given and the king granted him all his requests according to what according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him he, 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 he did not even deserve whatever request that he, he, he asked for but it was because the hand of the lord was upon him and he was greatly helped 
I pray today that whatever way, whatever circumstance, whatever direction that we are looking for help, we need help. We can't do it on our own. No matter how hard it is, the hand of the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The hand of the Lord will be upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. And as well, this just that same in Psalm 37 there. It says, the hand of the Lord, Psalm 37, 24, though he fall, he shall not utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his right hand. So sometimes, even when we fall, even when we are weak, even when we have disappointments and all that, the hand of the Lord will help us. It is with the hand of the Lord that we will be encouraged. It is with the hand of the Lord that we will be comforted. It is with the hand of the Lord that we will be strengthened. I pray that the hand of the Lord will be with us in Jesus' name. So the hand of the Lord help his people, not just today. He's been doing it before, as we have rightly mentioned, and he will continue to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, how many minutes do I have left? Okay, I'll just continue there. Praise the Lord. So I just decided to put all this like in a cap, uh, in a way. Remember the astronauts, sometimes the, the NASA, the National, I think, Patriotic uh, Society in America, they were, at, at the time, they were trying to try a new kind of space stethoscope. What they want to use it to do to capture different spectrums of light. But to their utmost surprise, what they found was something that looks like a finger, a thumb, and an open palm showered with colors blue purple and all that and what they called it was the hand of god you see the idea of god reaching out to us reaching out his hand you see our oh god stretch out your hand to me i love that song that says um, god do it again in my life lord like i want to see the hand of god in my life sometimes when we ask for this that hand can come in any form so we have talked about Psalm 63 and like and what it does. So life can be very painful at times. Honestly, yes, God offers his comforting hands in the midst of it all. He is always there to help us, he's always there to uphold us, he's always there to use his hand to draw up to us close, even when we go astray. That is why he's our father and we are his children. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um Okay, so I put here, I said, the hand of God is mighty. We've talked about that. The hand of God is dangerous and deadly towards his enemy. The hand of God empowers his servants. The hand of God can be every to discipline. And the hand of God helps his people. There are other, other, other things that the hand of, of God does. Uh, but, but because of our time, we might not be able to go into details there. Sometimes the... the Bible talks about the hand of God where we say mighty. Jeremiah 1 to 9 says, Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. So apart from helping, apart from all these things, sometimes the hand of the Lord even like he put he gives us the right thing to say at the right time. Whichever situation in an interview, when you are confronted by a situation, the Lord Put his hand, we can pray that as well. Lord, stretch out your hand and touch my mouth. 
and put the right words in my mouth. That's what God does with all the prophets and all that. It's the Lord that, that put the hand in, in their mouth. Praise the Lord. He said there in Isaiah 41 again, he said, I will help you. Fear not. God holds our hand and will help us. I want us to really, if we can continue to use, to pray with the hand of the Lord every day, it covers a lot of things. Like we said that the hand of God, of God can be heavy upon our enemies. We can say, God, the, okay, I, I think I put something like that here. The hand receives us, welcomes us to his kingdom. Yeah, this can be sometimes, remember the case of Stephen when he was stoned to death. Do we want to say that the hand of, of God was not with him? At that point, what the hand of God did was to welcome him and to receive him to his kingdom. And the same way as we are preparing, as we are living our lives, we should be praying, we should be conscious of the fact that the rapture can take place anytime, God can come anytime, Jesus can come down anytime, and we should be ready that his hand will receive us to his kingdom in Jesus' name. The hand of God is with us because we are in his hand that song he got the whole world in his hands he has the whole world in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands yes his hand is with us not because it's just it's just with us it's because we are in his in his hands praise the lord hallelujah i have a caption for this hand again the hand of the Lord can walk on me, on you. When the hand of God walk on me, what does it do? It's like a, it's like manifestation. It's like creating. It's like making, amending. Remember, we said the potter. We are the, we are the clay, and it's the potter. So imagine your hand walking on something. So we can focus our prayers on that. The hand of God can walk in me. Can walk in you. When he does that, he does the part, the work of renewal. He does like a process when you are making something. He does the work of restoration. The hand of the Lord can work for you. He can work for me. In that way, he can work as a defense. He can work as a protection. He can work as a provision. He can work in favor. The hand of the Lord can work through me and you. How does he do that? In terms of miracles. When we share testimony, when we do the unimaginable things, praise the Lord. The hand of the Lord can work against all our enemies. We've talked about that. He fights for us. He destroys our enemies. He drives them away. He casts them away. The hand of the Lord can move in our lives. How does he move? You know, he moves in different ways. Yeah, like as the water covers the sea. Praise the Lord. The hand of the Lord can break down. It can break down every wall of Jericho. It can break down every hardened heart. If, you, if there's any situation, anybody that you feel like, oh God, soften the heart of this man. It is the hand of the Lord. The Bible says the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to reflect and pray on this as I conclude. Beneath his watchful eyes, he says securely dwell. That that ends which bear all nature up shall guard his children well god bears the world's weight on his shoulder yet he holds hi everyone listening to me 
it's your girl Olainka Aremor. I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you are. How are you? Yeah, I asked a question because I want to know how you are doing. And if you ask me as well, I say I'm not doing badly. Thank God for today and thank God for life. So this morning um just want going to be talking about something i've been meditating about since yesterday god has placed this in my heart and i've learned through it and i'm walking through it and i just thought to share with you so it's zoe talk with ola as usual and it's your girl ola in Karemu. so what are we talking about today i tried to the caption on it by saying finding your comfort zone in God how does that sound really like what I wanted to really talk about was I was trying to find meaning to what comfort zone is you know we've had a lot of people talk about comfort zone some says get out of your comfort zone some says expand your comfort zones some says just do something like get a comfort zone I don't know what that means to you if you would like to share with me what is your comfort zone what is a comfort zone to you and what do you do in your comfort zone so typically I'm just going to based on my reflections and my meditations I know comfort zone it's known as a safe place like whatever is your norm whatever your life is right with like whatever you you feel comfortable with in a literary form that is what we say okay that's my comfort zone especially maybe uh sometimes it could be where you go to recharge like where you go to get some extra energy or where you go where you can conserve your energy or where you can figure anything out so People often like do not honor, like just regard everything as a comfort zone. So you tend to identify one yourself and it helps you in a way like maybe to distress or to re-energize or to ventilate and all that. So just like I said, what is your comfort zone and what do you do in your comfort zone? Again, like the comfort zone could be human could be somebody it's not necessarily like just a place some people's comfort zone isn't somebody or like a group of people or like you know where you know you can pour out your mind you can say things and then you feel comfortable you get re-energized now as christians where should be our comfort zone what is our comfort zone and what do we do in our comfort zone? What brings you to your comfort zone? Most of the time, uh, we go to our comfort zone because we need energy or maybe we are weak and or you're tired or you just need a place to ventilate. So I'm just going to take us through quickly what um, Holy Spirit has taught me this morning about the comfort zone. So... Oh, you know on the topic comfort zone we've been told severally to step out of it uh, like 
maybe you're too comfortable with something or too complacent and sometimes your comfort zone makes you unwilling to move but you know God still invites us to take comfort in him no matter what we are going through no matter what life throws at us God invites us to take comfort in him that's why he said uh he said come unto me all you that labor and heavily laden and i will give you rest matthew 11 28 tonight so whatever whatever life throws at you whatever situation whatever things you feel like i don't think i can handle it bring it to god let god be your comfort zone let him be your comfort zone um, like I said, what brings you to the most, what brings you the most comfort? Let me say, personally for me, I feel very comfortable when I'm with my, my family. Yeah. I feel very comfortable when I'm in the presence of God, especially amongst the brethren. I feel comfortable when, like, you know, when you have that inner connection with God, and I get this more of the time, maybe true songs when I'm meditating. Or I feel comfortable, like sometimes even dancing. I feel comfortable sometimes sharing uh, my body with my loved ones, with close pals, and and so on. So I feel comfortable doing what I am passionate about, whatever I'm passionate about. But I don't know what applies to you. And like I said again what is your comfort zone what brings you the most comfort i'm going to read um in romans 11 it says there romans 1 uh, actually just give me a second i'm going to pick it up first so in romans 1 he was saying there about romans 120 i'm going to read now Ever since God created the world, His invisible qualities, both His eternal power and His divine nature have been clearly seen. They are perceived in the things that God has made. So those things have no excuse at all. What is that place trying to tell us? Trying to tell us that there are so many things God can do. God can do all things. He has invincible qualities. He has eternal power and his divine nature helps him see clearly. You know, he can perceive what you go through and we have no excuse at all to, to withhold ourselves from him. We have no excuse at all to say we cannot make God our comfort zone. No, sometimes comfort zones could be sneaky because like you might feel very comfortable with it but then it's not suggesting that you should push yourself too scary or push yourself beyond your limits sometimes it's good for you to you know to get out of your comfort zone to do things that you so much fear about like you can't do like I'm at that face now like I feel oh god will I be able to do this but by the time we come back as Christians and we realize that you need a divine comfort zone which is other than it's different from your usual comfort zone and that is God that is God there is nothing we can do outside him there's virtually nothing we can do outside of him 
and invite us to come in the same place just romans he says i have complete confidence in the gospel it is god's power to save all who believe first the jews and also the gentiles what does that mean it doesn't matter what race you are it doesn't matter what color you are there is a complete confidence that god is instilling into our mind through his power and this is enough to save us if we believe for the gospel reveals how god puts people right with himself it is true faith from beginning to end as the scripture says a person who is put right with god through faith shall live all we just need to you know to be comfortable in that comfort zone with the help of god is by living right with god is by being right with god isaiah 40 there says he said do you not know haven't you heard that the lord is the everlasting god he created all the world he never grows tired or weary no one understands his thoughts god never grows tired that person you think is your comfort zone can be tired you know that particular job that money that fame that you make your comfort zone can disappear in fact will disappear but god never fails he never changes he never grows tired or weary wouldn't you rather make him your comfort zone today take a deep breath think of all the challenges you're going through right now whatever it is and make god your comfort zone make god your comfort zone Make God your comfort zone. Make him your comfort zone today. I don't know what you're going through. And so am I like a lot of things. But the only place we can seek compassion, we can seek courage, we can seek comfort from is in God. If you remember clearly, even Jesus was very—he was moved with compassion. He knows your need. He knows your need way ahead of you. The Bible says he knows the end from the beginning. Is the beginning and the end? He knows that challenge. Even like, sometimes, like you feel like I don't know how I'm going to pull through this, and then because of that fear, you sit back. I'm encouraging you today with the word of God that go ahead. You can do it. Go ahead, you can do it. God will lay help in your path. It will, it will set people in your path that will help you. If you remember the, the story of Moses, Moses was a feeble man, naturally. He was even a stammerer. Like he naturally didn't have the ability to do, to lead even like his own family. But what happens? With the help of God. God said Aaron and uh, to help him and the sister to help him they held his hand even when he was weak. So I tell you God will set help will pe- put people in our path. That is my prayer today for myself and for you as you hear me today. That God will put people men and women young and old in our path 
to help us, to lift us up when we are weak, to encourage us. And that help is from God, not from man. The Bible says our help is in the name of the Lord. Psalm 121. I will look up to the hills from whence cometh my help, from whence cometh my comfort, from whence cometh my hope. My help cometh from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. Yes, cast your mind to him. Focus on God. Let him be your comfort in time of trouble. Let him be your comfort in time of difficulty. Trust in him to be your comfort as you journey on. May the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to me. It's your girl again, Olayin Karemu, and this is Ray Talk with Ola. Thank you.